0: Welcome to SLICE, the podcast of the Metropolitan New York Baptist Association, MNYBA. SLICE presents just a small portion of what God is doing in New York through our churches. I'm George Russ, the Executive Director of MNYBA. Thank you so much for joining us. You're about to listen to a conversation we had with Danny Rangel, who is the Outreach and Communications Pastor of Baptist Temple in McAllen, Texas. Danny served here in New York for a while before going back to Texas to help this congregation with online ministry and evangelism. It's a fascinating conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Let's go to the podcast.
1: Um, so I got the opportunity to first start serving with Danny when him and his wife Summer moved from Texas at Connection Church, and then I got the unique unique opportunity to assist with the planting of Queen's Church alongside of them, Um, and I had to actually make notes because there's so much about Danny (laughs) that is awesome, Um, so just a few things that you guys, I felt you would want to know is just um, his his ability to be obedient to God's calling is just both inspiring and remarkable. When God says move, he moves, and not too many people have the courage to do that, but Danny definitely does. And then just his his overall love and passion for the word itself um, is just admirable. I know when he was a, a assistant pastor here at Queen's Church, any Sunday that he preached, you never left feeling empty. Um, so it's just, he's a true example of what a follower of Jesus is. And he, he spreads a, a special light wherever he goes. So I am so honored and proud to call him both my friend and my brother. And here is Danny Rango.
0: Wow, Danny, that's oh. quite an introduction. You need to take and Candace with
2: them at wherever you go. <laughs> oh, no, Larry would kill me if that if that happened. So uh, Candace is staying right there at <laughs> Queen's right. Church. Um, it's so good to be with y'all this morning, Candace. So awesome. Uh, I messaged her right now, and I was like, I didn't expect to see you this morning, so it was a great surprise, and so I uh, love the, that I get to be here with you guys. Uh, I am in a school right now, so you might hear some background noise if you do. Uh, if, it's, if it gets a little too crazy, I can uh, move to a different room or something like that, but uh, right now, I think it, it'll be okay. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, my quick story is uh, my wife and I are from Texas, uh, knew Larry and Lindsay uh, when they are at Connection Church. Uh, felt the call to move to Queens from Texas. So we helped Larry and Lindsay plant um, Queen Church there in Woodside. Um, didn't know how long we were going to be there. We, we, we felt we were going to be there for several years. Uh, but then God just kind of, um, you know, planted something else in our hearts. And so we felt uh, the, the call to move out of New York. And now we're back in Texas uh, at the previous church that I was already on staff at before. Um, and before I was a student pastor. And uh, now I serve at this church as the online pastor. Uh, which is extremely different, uh, brand new type of ministry for us. Um, and so it's, it's interesting because I'm creating a ministry at this church that did not exist. So it's a lot of um, just decisions and adapting and trying out different things and failing at a lot of things and just seeing what works and what doesn't work uh, when it comes to connecting with people digitally uh, and helping them grow spiritually. And so uh, that's what I get to do at, at BT. Uh, that's the name of our church, BT Church down in South Texas. Uh, and it's been really fun. Uh, and so uh, it was good connecting with George a couple of weeks ago. Same thing. I was walking around in San Antonio and I see uh, two of my friends from Queens Church talking to somebody. I go up to the table and it's George. And I was like, George, what are you doing in San Antonio? Uh, and so it was just cool to, to catch up with him and there. And so, uh, but yeah, that's uh, in a short way what I get to do. And George, I don't know if you want to Uh, just kind of prompt any questions or anything like that about the online ministry. But yeah, I'd love to answer anything I can.
0: Yeah. And I I do want to open it up to others. If you have any questions, you can put that in the chat as well. Tell us about your New York experience, uh, Danny.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. We loved it. Um, You know, it was so unique in seeing how God provided every single step of the way. Like uh, we you Know we kind of moved from nothing, um, and and I didn't know this, but when people are called to plant churches, they normally go through an organization, uh, maybe like the MNYBA or like our church planting or something. I we didn't know any of that, so literally, Summer and I just picked up, sold our stuff, and moved uh, across the country. And so, um, a lot of my buddies were like, Man, like, what church plant organization did you use? What's a stadia? Was something I was like. I mean, God called us and we just went. <laughs> and so uh, it was very unique in that way. And so once we got there, Larry connected us to the MNYBA, to City to City and those sort of uh, organizational resources. But uh, we, we felt a call to the specific neighborhood um, and to, to partner alongside Larry and Lindsay. And uh, it was enjoyable. And then from there, um, you know, we, the, the way we got connected was through mission trips. When I was a youth pastor, I would uh, take high school students to New York City to work alongside Connection Church. Uh, and Pastor Larry and Daniel there, Um, and so we knew the area, we knew the neighborhood a little bit, um, and one of our passions is coffee, and so every time we went on a mission trip, we went to the same coffee shop and just loved to support them, became friends with the owner, so when he saw on Facebook that we were moving to New York City, he was like, hey, do you guys need jobs, and we're like, yes, we do need jobs, (laughs) so we got, you know, hired on as coffee baristas before we even you know, packed a haul type of thing. And so, uh, and then God just provided in, in, in beautiful ways. And so uh, it, it was really a, a wonderful experience uh, just getting to connect with people in the neighborhood. I mean, if you're a church planter, probably working in the coffee shop is the best thing to do because you meet everybody in the neighborhood who, uh, you know, just as a regular at that shop. And so got to do some ministering uh, there with some of my friends. Uh, that you know came to Queens Church for the first time, um, or to church for the first time through Queens Church, and so that was really cool to see. Uh, and so, yeah, it was it was really remarkable. Uh, love the neighborhood, love what was going on there, and that's why when we felt God call us to leave, it was a very like man, like it was it was really hard to wrestle with that decision uh, when when that kind of took place. So, um, but you know, we just kind of trusted God in that way. But we we have a, a still a huge heart for New York. Uh, we'll be there in July uh, to just visit. Uh, I'll actually get to be able to preach at Queen's Church that Sunday that I'm there. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a partnership that our church here at BT also has with Queen's Church. We partner with multiple organizations and church clients and pastors. Uh, but Queen's Church is one of our partners. So we, we do a lot of uh, just kind of partnership and networking there. Um, and I also still serve as uh, part of the uh, kind of board uh, team with Queen's Church. And so I get to uh, kind of stay plugged in in that way as well. So wow.
0: Hey, how did how did New York impact you, Danny? And what did you take away from New York that you uh, want to see continue down in down in Texas?
2: Uh, one of the biggest things is uh, is being a listener and a learner uh, from people it is one of my biggest biggest things that I learned. Um, and, and not everybody in Texas is this way, but a lot of the kind of conservative South Texas is like, this is the way and that's it. Um, and one thing that I kind of learned through city to city, through networking with um, with Tim Keller and his networks there and, and through ministering in Queen's Church, it, it's just learn to listen to people uh, because they have struggles. They have real questions that they need to work through. And a lot of times we just kind of expect people that once they believe in Jesus, they're going to look this way. Uh, but it's a process of transformation type of thing. And uh, so learning people's struggles and learning people's doubts and fears and questions about the gospel, about God. Uh, and so that's one of the biggest things I took away from New York is that uh, there's a lot of, I mean, you all know this, but there's so much diversity, uh, not just in ethnicity, but in thought um, and the way people think and believe. And so how to engage in conversation with those people, which is Paul, you know, in, in the book of Acts, when he's going to Athens, he he's observing the city before ministering to the city. I see that you guys are a city full of idols. Uh, Paul does that because he's able to to see what's going on in the city before talking to the people. And, and I think that's something that that really helped me in becoming, I mean, for me, a better pastor and, and observing people, uh, what they think, how they react to things, and before trying to minister to them. So that was a big lesson for me.
0: Well, online pastor, you said this was new to you. It's maybe new to a lot of people. Can you tell us what that means? What does that look like for, for you at Baptist Temple?
2: Yeah, so a couple of unique things. Um, so online pastoring has two kind of main focuses. Number one, uh, the main focus is connecting with the people that are tuning into our Sunday live stream. So we go live for our church, you know, 9.30, 11 a.m., you know, twice every Sunday. Um, connecting with them but the the bigger thing that i'm learning about online ministry is connecting with people the 24/7 the other days of the week you know so much of church has been about putting everything into the sunday morning service this sunday morning service has got to be perfect we got to be productive we got to be excellent people are coming to our doors all that stuff Um, and, and a lot of Sunday service is, is come and experience, come and see, come and hear the gospel, come and hear this person preach. Um, and what's the amazing thing about online ministry is we get to go to people, right? People are already, you know, on their phones. So often they're on Instagram, on Facebook, on social media, on YouTube. And what we get to do with online ministry is go to where people are digitally and try to connect and reach them on those platforms, uh, which is, it's a weird thing to do. But, it, but it, it's kind of working in, in our experience. Uh, and so we, we have this weird hybrid of uh, using online ministry to connect with people who are tuning into our live stream. But the second thing is what I try to do is I as um, like through our analytics, I can see where people are watching from. Uh, so we start targeting those cities. Uh, for example, right now, there's a city two hours north of us called Corpus Christi. And um, for, for them, I've noticed that there's about 30, 40 people or 40 devices, which could mean you know, up to 50 people, depending who's behind the screen, um, that are tuning in from Corpus. And so we just had the idea, let's go to Corpus. Let's, let's do a pop-up you know, shop at a, at a location there and just try to connect with the people that are watching online. And so we've been doing that. And, and what we're starting to learn is that the online ministry can be a hybrid of physical church planting. And so using a digital to plant the physical church um is kind of like our our direction that we're going after now so um it's it's definitely very unique um and it's a a different way of of strategy um and the other thing i'll say to this too is you know i think covid it, it forced every church to go online obviously you know everybody was like how do i use facebook how do i go live like that's the first thing that happened when everybody got shut down um, and and what I'm noticing uh, is people, you know, now that I'm the online pastor, people often email me, ask me questions, and and what I what I want to know is, is your church trying to just make your online stream better, or are you really trying to reach people digitally? Because there's a big difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you want to reach people digitally, there's a specific way and specific energy and timing that you have to put into that uh, or are you just wanting to make your YouTube video look better for when people kind of tune in um, and so it's really kind of wrestling with those two things uh, and so one thing I'm trying to teach our church is that now we are a church that's going to pour into people that may never step foot into our building and we have to be okay with that because so much about church has come to our building come to our building but now we right now we have a lady in Washington state Uh, who is leading community group, leading small groups, leading digital Zoom studies uh, and has become a member of our church. And she has yet, like she doesn't step foot into our church type of thing. And so, um, but she found us, uh, connected with us online. I connect with her. And now we're setting up times where she uh, does these meetings and serves in this way. So for us, if you are attending Sunday services, if you're uh, attending community group, if you're serving in a way, then you are a member of BT Church. Uh, doesn't matter where you're located. And so that's what she, she's. I always call her, her our guinea pig, but because we try everything online through her, but uh, but she's doing that from a different state. And so now we're seeing more and more people engage in that way.
0: I, I have to scratch my head because this is such a new thing for me. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way about it, but uh, hey, Tim, I know you're trying to stay uh, dialed into this conversation as a church planter. Uh, what are you hearing from, from Danny before we uh, maybe ask Danny some more questions?
3: Yeah, this is uh this is really great. Um, I, I would just uh agree with him. Like you know, it's funny out of the pandemic, I know a lot of churches lost uh folks, and we were we were no different. Um, but I didn't think we grew until we began to came out of the pandemic, and now we have three families that came, and they already feel a part of our church because I didn't know this, but they've been following us on Facebook through the pandemic, and so, Danny, I resonated with what you're saying. I guess um. I, I, I think we have a long way to go in growing in that. And I guess my question would be, you talked about the analytics piece of it, of like knowing and being able to see where people are dialing in. So like we're doing Facebook Live. Is there, is YouTube better than Facebook Live? Or can you talk to me a little bit about the platforms and the best way to go about, uh, I love how you said like, you know, really targeting your energy toward connection. I don't think we do that well. So I, could you unpack that a little bit more?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, So number one, what I would say is, is as, and I know this is really hard as a church plant because budget is tight uh, and I've experienced that, Uh, but try to find a way to put resources into uh, digital promotion for your church uh, and to um, like kind of, yeah. And so I would say, I would say that thing first. Number two, um, if you can stream on any platform, um so for us as a church we stream on facebook youtube our website and our app and so those are the four different areas that people can tune in online um and, and there's different reasons uh but one of the big things is if if you're family or you're hosting a watch party at home with 15 20 people ideally you're going to want to to put your service on the biggest screen possible in the house um and facebook doesn't work well with the tv uh and so youtube works super well with the tv so it's easy to kind of put up a youtube video on a tv screen but you still want to uh, have Facebook for people that are maybe just tuning in uh, on their phone or on a laptop at a coffee shop, something like that. So you wanna give people as many avenues as possible to be able to do this. Um, A buddy of mine told me this, so I'm not um, taking credit for the statement, but he he told me with online church, convenience is not a bad thing, right? And so we, we think that convenience is often catering to people, but our culture is full of convenient items. The reason that Amazon is making a killing right now is because it's so convenient to order stuff from there that's gonna end up on your doorstep right now. Uh, Uber is so amazing. Lyft is so amazing because now you don't have to buy a car. You just, you know, pay eight bucks and you get a ride somewhere type of thing. All these things are convenient for people and it's adapting to that convenient culture that I think is gonna help us grow in the online ministry. And so, but the other thing, uh, Tim, is if you stream on those platforms on Facebook, on YouTube, then what you need to do uh if you can is find volunteers to be able to connect with people on those platforms and queen shirts that they do this super well uh, i know that uh stephanie she's one of the volunteers there she uh, chats with people on facebook and youtube so as people are tuning in she's on there hey what's up welcome to church so glad you're here <laughs> and so it's making those personal connections with people encouraging them whoever's watching online to 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 be interactive in the comment section because that's the online lobby, right? When you go to church, you have a lobby area where people mingle and interact before and after the service. That's what people can do on Facebook and YouTube in the chat and comment section. It's the online lobby where people can do that. So we, we encourage that. Uh, to our people. Even when the message is going on, we tell people, type in your favorite quote or something like that. Uh, or what did you think about this part of the message or whatever? We, we find creative, interactive ways. Uh, and that's just for Sunday to, to kind of connect with those people um, is, is kind of what I would say there. So put resources into the online ministry uh, and to put people uh, to serve in those areas. And, and it can be, the cool thing is it can be people that already come to your church, or if it's somebody that tunes in online, uh, I would almost rather get that person because they're they may feel disconnected to your church, but once you get them to volunteer and serve, now they feel connected. Now they feel like they're a part of this when they're on Facebook and they're you know talking on behalf of BT Church type of thing. Uh, now they feel like they're a part of it. So that's what I would say there. Wow,
0: awesome. So tell us, uh, you, you said you have a group in Washington State uh, and maybe now Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has happened with, with, with this the, the the development of this? online uh ministry tell us the what it looks like now
2: yeah so what i try to do is is once the hard part is um i can see where people are watching from pockets of people we have you know several in austin dallas corpus houston other states but if they don't like message us or like we give them prompts like hey if you're watching online you know, text this phrase to this number type of thing to connect with us. If they don't do that, we don't know who they are. And that's that's a really hard part. Um, so what we started doing was, for example, for Corpus, is we did a pop-up watch party. So we just told people, hey, if you're watching online and you're from Corpus, we're gonna be at this place on this Sunday, you know, to, to gather together. Um, and then we did target social media ads around Corpus um, where we just promoted the event. And then people showed up. Uh, we had 15 <laughs> people at our last one. Uh, And all of them were like, this is great. I'm in, I'm inviting friends to the next one. So we're going back on June the 6th uh, to do the same thing. And so uh, we're just seeing a community of people growing there. And so what we're telling them is on the weeks that we're not here in person, gather in your house or go to somebody's home and and host watch parties and watch BT online on those off Sundays that we're not here. And so we're kind of using uh, the online ministry to start a physical church. Uh, I don't know if we'll go to Washington because that's really far from South Texas, and so, um, but but it could happen. You know, our, our goal is to encourage that watch party leader to invite friends and to multiply their watch party uh, in a way that uh, that can you know see multiplication happen. Uh, and language is so important. Uh, when you know when the when the pandemic hit, the language that our pastors were using. Like in talking to the camera was like hey if you're watching online so great that you're here if you're watching from a different city we'd love to connect you to a church in your area which is great because you want to be kingdom minded but at the same time too like if you're trying to grow your online ministry um i would just say this is church this online ministry is, is actually a way for people to gather together physically you're just tuning in on a screen um and so if if somebody does ask me like hey this is great. This kind of got me started in church. I'd love to connect to physical church at that point. Yes. Come on. Let's, let's find a church in your area that we can plug you into. And I would find a pastor and connect them all that stuff. Uh, but, but now owning the fact that we have this ministry is extremely important to us. Um, man, I heard, I don't want to name drop, but I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and somebody asked about the direction of the digital church. Like, like, where is this going? Um, and the pastor said, uh, I don't know I'm going to quote this wrong, but the idea was this may not be sustainable because you can't find community uh, through digital you know, technology type of thing. And then the other guy who was doing the interview said, what about when you have a church of like a couple of thousand people and they tune in and they're in the back and they're just watching the screen because they can't see the stage and then they just walk right out. How are they finding the community? And so it's kind of the same idea. Like people are going to watch a screen. They're going to consume something. Uh, and so, almost like it, it would almost be easier to connect people through a digital technology versus someone who just kind of sneaks into the back of the room, uh, type of thing. So, uh, yeah, th- I mean, this is going to be a a weirdness to ministry for the years to come. Uh, COVID helped us get there faster, um, is what I think. Um, churches were going to move in this direction at some point, uh, but it just kind of take it, it takes that that creating ownership and the way that we believe that every church needs a kids ministry, a student ministry, even a college ministry, depending on your city. I think now churches should adapt to the online ministry. Wow.
0: Well, I mentioned to you when I was in Texas that I'd love to bring you to New York for a more in-person type of unpacking of this, maybe or showing you how it works. And uh, I, I want to reiterate that. I, we've talked to one of our mission partners who's ready to fund your trip up here. So, uh, at some point, Danny, we will be reaching back out to you and your yeah, wife and, come
2: back and, and, and I, I mean, I'll mean, i be there in July and that trip's already paid for. So if that's oh. the time that you guys want to connect, uh, um, okay. I mean, I, am we're there for a full week. So, um, and my wife, she, she works from home already. Um, so she's actually to not take that many vacation days. She's going to spend like two days kind of working at a coffee shop and just chilling there all day long. Okay. Uh, so I, I'll be available, man. I'd love to, to connect with wow. you guys. Um, but, yeah. Well,
0: you, uh, as we wrap this up, you you said you're you're you, it wasn't in place when you got there. You kind of des- are designing it, learning it, learning as you go. Any other takeaways of what you've learned about this ministry that uh, you can share with us?
2: Yeah. So uh, what I mean by it wasn't in place was it was simply an option for our church. Like our church already like was streaming on Facebook, but we never like paid attention to how many people are tuning in. And then once we saw that, we're like, okay, we got to make this a, a an, an official thing for our church yeah. um, but but one of the big takeaways i guess i would see is that um well one just like don't be afraid to try different things like try i mean practically speaking like different camera angles ways to connect with people uh, one of the things we're working on right now uh is on-demand content um and so mm-hmm. you know you think like the biggest way that people watch tv right now is on-demand it's pretty rare that people watch TV live anymore, unless it's like a sporting event, Super Bowl, you know, NBA finals, something like that, you watch that live. Everything else, people either record it and they watch it on their own time uh, or they're watching Netflix and they watch pre-recorded videos. Um, so then one of my hopes is, is for our church to create a Netflix style of content uh, that we can just like record 30 videos, post them online and people can just go and consume that content on their own. And so providing that personal discipleship, uh, growth stuff, uh, is another way of doing online ministry, uh, is kind of, uh, one of the things that I'm trying. That's just like an idea I had. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. If it fails, oh, well, if, if it's great, you know, then people are, are going to connect with this. Um, and oh, here's the other thing I'll say. Anytime somebody connects with our online ministry, I always ask, how did you hear about us?" Because we don't have like, you know, a Stephen Furtick famous pastor that people just desire to listen to. Um, our pastors are great preachers. I love them. Um, and every time, almost every time they say, I have a family member who goes to your church, but I live in Austin, but I live in Houston, but I live in another state. And they told me about the online ministry. So I kind of feel like once we took ownership of it, our people in our, in our main campus kind of got excited that this was happening. So they started telling people and they started sharing it on their Facebook and their family from other cities and states were starting to wow. connect with it. Wow. And so that's what's been really cool is that is that once we took ownership, people started getting excited and promoting it without even me like having to tell them.
0: Wow. You know, a very prominent church in New York City is, is echoing exactly what you said, Danny, where they are going back over a lot of their sermon series and their teaching series and repackaging them so that they can have content uh, on demand online 24 7 that they really want to see people access whether it's on prayer or discipleship or evangelism or whatever cop topic and uh they think that, that that's, that's really good that's what they're Rep- doing
2: repackage rather than try to recreate um and that's yes. what i'm learning is, is i'm not trying to create more stuff or we have so many recorded sermons of our pastors from the past. I'm just now repackaging them onto our YouTube page.
0: Right. Right. Awesome. Danny, man, you've wet our appetite for more. And uh, we'll see if we can make it happen in July. I don't know if, if, if that's possible, but uh, if not, we'll certainly have to get you come back.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I'll take a trip to New York city, uh, you know, every single time. So, yeah. uh, but I, I threw my dates on there. I'm there July 20th through the 26th. Okay. Uh, I'll be preaching at Queens church on the 25th. Um, and so, um, ideally a weekday during that will be better, um, than the weekend, but uh, outside of that, I'd love to connect with you guys. Okay.
0: Thank you, Danny. We're going to pray for you in just a moment uh, before we close. Uh, Grace, anything you want to, to, uh, bring us on the date on with MNYBA?
4: I don't have anything personally. Um, our next synergy, um, when is the date The date on that? I can't remember off the top of my head. Is it June 1st?
0: Tim would know that.
3: Yes, it's uh, Ju- June 1st. And uh, some of you guys will remember uh, Freddie T. Wyatt. Freddie's going to be joining us to do uh, a synergy on pandemic pastors coming out of the pandemic, you know, fatigued and, and weary. And just uh, he's going uh, to encourage us on that. If you don't know Freddie T, Freddie is down in Tennessee and uh, he got COVID during the pandemic. Almost, almost, it almost got him. He was in the ICU a couple times, but has recovered. And uh, I'm excited uh, uh, for us to hear him. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Tim. Uh, again, pray next week for our uh, visit from Kentucky pastors. And uh, then the week after that, I think is, is synergy. And any other prayer requests you have, we have from those who've dialed in so far. Hey uh, Amun, you are a church planter in New Jersey. Thank you for being a part of our uh, of our prayer gathering. Would you pray for us as we close uh, today? Thank you for being so faithful and being a part of this online uh, uh, I
4: would also, group. I would also like you to keep us in prayers. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just just keep us in prayers because during the pandemic, uh, we we have been. Thriving here in New Jersey with uh, with our, uh, our connection and our uh, and our uh, evangelistic uh, uh, strategies with uh, many different groups. When many different groups are those unreached people groups, right. and uh, we are also thankful that uh, during this pandemic we have a we have six churches and a school back in Pakistan, which we planted back in uh, '97, and uh, th- that has been content or it has been uh, just in a stagnant mode with six churches and a school but during the pandemic god really worked and uh, there was a demand of food for 40 families which actually turned out to be 600 families we provided the food we then there was a demand for for the uh, for the bibles in urdu language uh, and uh, pakistan bible society they gave us on subsidized price uh, about 3000 bibles we distributed and then three thousand uh, shoes were distributed among uh, among the children. Uh, and then this year in February, me and Ghazala were supposed to uh, go in Pakistan for the distribution of uh, more Bibles and shoes. But unfortunately, we, we were hit with a pandemic. Uh, and thank God, uh, we were asymptomatic, uh, symptomatic, but we 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 got through, and uh, and and we are. We are vaccinated now but the good thing i wanted to share is that out of that uh, whole distribution of shoes and bibles and food uh, those people in 50 villages they are asking to uh, to teach their kids uh, about the bibles which you have given them so this was a demand from them and that actually opened a door to plant 50 churches in those villages wow. so this this coming Wednesday is going to be a seminar uh, on, uh, with, with 100 teachers and leaders and pastors from, uh, from, that, from that vicinity. So keep it in prayers that those uh, thousands of children who will be fed with the word of God every week uh, will, will bring uh, fruit and they will be witness to their Muslim parents uh, and, uh, and, and, and uh, nominal Christians and Catholics so let me just pray okay thank you pastor yeah that was just an update yeah yeah dear heavenly father thank you so much for your wonderful things which you are doing around the world and especially lord uh, we are thankful for for danny for his uh uh lord uh, for his expertise and, and and the technology lord how you have gifted us into our minds and how you want us to use it uh to extend your kingdom and Lord, uh, bring others uh, who can be benefited from this technology, Lord. And we pray, uh, particularly right now, for Danny, Lord, as uh, as 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 he's moving along and he's trying to build uh, a team uh, which which can be working in this uh, time of pandemic when people are very much uh, uh, complacent, people are very much uh, into their own zones, Lord. Uh, but we we pray that Lord, this new uh technology and this new technique to uh share the word of god and uh lord involve people into the kingdom uh can can bring uh can 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 revive them and bring revival Lord lot and we also want to see that revival back here in uh, in this tri-state area uh, as you are doing wonderful things in, in 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 texas and other states related to that lot so we just uh, want to bless uh, Danny, his family, his church, and his ministry in a way that uh, he's going to be used in a very specific and in a very uh, in, in, in a very way that is the requirement of this time, Lord. So, Lord, we are thankful for and Amen. Be a Lord for for George and for his team, and uh, Lord for all those pastors uh, who are uh, right now with us, Lord, and many who who join us every week or or every other week, Lord. So, Lord, we are thankful for this great ministry, and we are thankful that you have called us and chosen us to serve you, Lord, and make this a week to be a blessing, uh, and we pray this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Moon. Thank you, uh, Danny. Thank you, Thank you, Candace. It was good seeing you all. Thank you all for dialing in. We'll be back on June 4th for our next prayer gathering, so we hope to see you then. Uh, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Slice. Check us out on our website, Facebook page, and social media for additional opportunities for training, fellowship, and dialogue on what God is doing here in New York City. God bless you.